Sweet bro, episode 8 in this motherfucker. Week 10 is in the books. Eight teams will make it to the playoffs. Starring Matt Miller and Josh Pudd. This Friday, a new show. (laughs) It's 6410 Radio, episode 8. It's Matt Miller, TF of TFL, uh, the commissioner of the best and greatest fantasy league in the world, 6410, joined by the VP, Josh Pledger, and GM of the Pledgeville Hike Heights, who are red hot. Josh, how we do it? <laughs> do it good, dude. That was, uh, that was smooth. That was smooth. I like that. That was like, uh, it was like warm milk on a, on a rainy night. I loved it. Okay, well, I, I guess that's a, I could take that as a compliment, guys. Listen up, guys, and it's it's episode eight pledge. Wow! Holy crap! Eight episodes holy, in. Holy crap! We've been doing it for eight episodes. We got the scoreboard review. Obviously, they know the deal, pledge. We got the freaking uh, predictions. We got the GM call of the week. Uh, and and. The viewers are really, really going to love our guest tonight. It is the GM in 6410 of the King of Kings, Robert Henderson. Whoa! That's right. That's Don't right. say. Pledge, this is a either confrontational, entertaining, or both. People want to tune in to hear it, Pledge. Yeah, this is what everybody wants. I mean, can we really can we really try to try to, you know, fake it here? I mean, this is what everybody wants, you know. Whether you whether you hate the guy, love the guy, don't love the guy, you're going to be intrigued by uh by this interview. So, enjoy. Yeah. Well, we got a we got a lot ahead. But let's go ahead. We're going to jump right in to uh what was week 10 scoreboard pledge. Um, look, I'm going to put it like this. DJ, cut the music. (laughs) Cut the music. Here we go, guys. Um, we're really, I apologize. Uh, GM of TFL, I want to apologize to the fan base out there because we know it's strong. It's one of the strongest fan bases in fantasy football. Um, 55 points is unacceptable. Um, we played an unstoppable force. <laughs> that was the fucking American racist Reds this week, Pledge. Like, 165. Yeah, okay, 65 points, Tucker Lines. Great deal. Like, can we talk about it all day? But 165 by American racist Reds. Nobody was beating this man. This team was scoring points out the ass, breaking the damn scoreboard. I didn't know when it was going to stop. I was like uh, Matt Damon uh, curled up in, uh, you know, uh, forgetting Private Ryan or whatever it is, guys. I mean, hey. his team went off pledge 23 by Phillip Rivers, 24 out of Todd Gurley. Let's bring the music back. Uh, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, this motherfucker, man. 39 points. Just fucking open a can of whoop-ass, not only on the TFL, but your uh, friendly neighborhood Atlanta Falcons. Cooper Cup got out with an injury. That's going to hurt a little bit, but his team is stacked for that Odell Beckham trade. 
30 points out of Aaron Jones. I mean, 13 out of the Chargers, 12 out of Greg Zerline, 20, uh, 20 points for everybody. He's like Oprah. He's passing points out. I, there's nothing I could do. I had a couple of my backups in um, rolling this week. The team didn't look good. We're looking to kind of patch it up right now. TFL's a uh, work in progress. Good win by American Racist Reds, Pledge. Yeah, that's, that's what I got to say. When you look at this okay. one, I think you just have to – I think you have to separate the two. I think you have to look at the 165 scored by the Reds. You have to look at 65 scored by the Lions. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no one would have beat the Reds this week. But at the same time, you wouldn't have beat anybody this week either unless it was Hall of Fame flying high. So, you know, you kind of have to take take it for what it's worth. You know, it was just a bad week uh, um, on the Tucker Lions part. TFL, and I need some uh, hurt. little TLC this week but uh yeah the reds the reds went off cup with the acl injury that's gonna hurt i mean he's got deshaun jackson to fill in he's got david moore christian kirk he's got okay people but it's not cooper cup so you will take a hit there and as we all know 165 is not is not um you can't consistently put that up. I so. mean, I'm looking at the guy's roster. And he looks – he's dangerous, man. Dangerous. No, strong roster. Strong roster for dangerous sure. There's no doubt about it. Um, felt like I was playing the Cajun Nightmares or something. You know, it was crazy. Ooh. Ooh, we'll get to that later. Oh, yeah, we will. Oh, we will. But, uh, listen, we're not proud of it again. We apologize to the fan base. We're going to do better. We're going to strive to be better. And, um, look, I can't say anything. 65 fucking points. I left Derrick Henry on the bench like a fucking idiot. Um, this one hurt, but we're 5-5. Five and five. Some will say they're still in the race. I have uh, other thoughts. You know, I'm looking to hold on. Keep my head above water, if you will. American Racist Reds. That was a beautiful win. 165. We're done with this game. GM Nice, Miller Killers. GM Nice comes out of nowhere, Pledge. And they break the freaking eight-game win streak. They beat the Miller Killers 113 to 82. Miller Killers dropped to five and five now, and GM Nice to two and eight. A little ray of sunshine for the uh, sad days over there in Nice in GM Nice Land. Oh, it was a brief, a brief intermediate sunshine, followed by oh yeah, it's too fucking late to come back now. So, a um, little bit of both worlds there. As we know, in the long run, it's going to unfortunately mean nothing. But, uh, yeah, good all-around game by him. Uh, 113 is super solid. But, listen, let's get, to, let's get over. Let's go ahead and let's go get, get over here to the Miller Killers, dude. Listen, I've said it in past weeks. Patrick Mahomes and Kareem Hunt, those guys in the past few weeks have been giving him literally 60, 70, 75 points a game. This one, they give him 31. The rest of the lineup, 6 5 3 3 oh, six. Yeah, yeah. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. He's got to have the Hunt and Mahomes produce to be relevant. And at 5 and 5, we have three clear bottom teams in A, and then everybody else is 5 and 5 in that middle mix. Um, so there's going to be one of these 5 and 5 teams that are going to be going home. And, you know, I'll get into it later when we go over standings, but. Miller Killer is going to have to have people produce. He's had back-to-back-to-back weeks where his wide receivers, tight ends, and flex have done nothing for him. Eric Ebron uh, on his bench, 29 points. What the fuck? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, he went with Jack Doyle, obviously Yvonne's counterpart. Um, not sure where the GM, you know, prowess was in that one because Ebron's uh, been that guy over there, so I don't understand why he sat him for Doyle. But hey, yeah, yeah. yep, it's beyond me. Yep, uh, he's got players on his bench. I mean, he's he, yeah. You know, that was a tough loss to the GM. Nice. I mean, that that's one as a team. You'd say, okay, this is a win. You know, you talk this up, one up on the schedule as a win. Miller Killers. Hey, they tripped up, like you said, a little bit with the uh, with the Mahomes and Kareem Hunt uh, duo combo there. But um, enough about that game. Again, GM Nice one thirteen, Miller Killers eighty two. Let's talk about these Pledgeville High Kites. These guys. Now here's a guy. This team is going off, and you keep putting the voodoo on your team every week, but they win 133 to 107 high kites over grit splits. And now, now, Pledge, the Pledgeville high kites are seven and three. Grit splits down to five and five. Tell us about the game, Pledge. It was a really good game. A lot of a lot of the high kites players didn't play till four o'clock and later Sunday night. So, you know, grit splits was up by a good you know, 50 when he had three left and I had six left. Mm. So, um, but my wide receivers pulled through. Devontae Adams, 17. Tyree Kill, 26. Zach Ertz puts up a career game in receptions, yards, and ties for touchdowns. Give you 28 points. Brandon Cooks, 18. Another great defensive streamer for the third week in a row with the Packers at 14 and uh, Jake Elliott at 10. Look, we all know Falcons Grizzlies has, you know, they have a great team. Matt Ryan, 24, most of it in garbage time. Doesn't matter. It's still fantasy points. Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon. You know, Joe Mixon put up a stinker. New Orleans is surprisingly one of the best run defenses in the league. Look it up. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, when you play the high kites, you're going to have to fucking bring it. And uh, is this the year the high kites finally get their fucking win? Their, their championship, their name on the trophy pledge. We're in week, we're in week 11 right now. I think we need to focus on what's going on in week 11. Um, you know. Oh, we wanted more from you there, Pledge. Come on. All right, all right. Hey, I think he's liking his team a lot. They're seven and three, and they are a bad little team right now. He's got to put together a good roster. Um, great game, Pledge. Great win. Thanks. All right. How about this one? Drew Tang Clan, the bad guys. Okay. The bad guys. 94 to 41 over Hall of Fame flying high. Shane Cannon, tell us about this team in Hall of Fame flying high. They did score 41 points, but I know you have a little history buff for us. No, there's, you know, I mean, Hall of Fame flying high is on a five-game skid. You know, three and two through the first five weeks. Now they're three and seven. That's that's a really tough spot to climb out of when – yeah, it's a stinker. Yeah, it's stinky. It's I can smell it from here. Hall of Fame flying high, three and seven, five game skid. It makes it really tough to get back into the playoffs. Um, you know, forty one points. 
Um, he did make a trade two weeks ago to acquire Jarvis Landry and Greg Olson. He did trade away Beckham, but he needed the depth. And uh, unfortunately, it's just turned into more losses. You know, nothing good, nothing bad. But um, uh, man, minus minus his. Uh, I hate to say this live on the radio, but uh, minus his running backs. God, his team looks very similar. Less scary, similar to DFL. We are in trouble. But let's talk about DTC here. Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Goff. Uh, twenty-four points. John James Conner. Uh, T two. Twelve points. You know, uh, Duke Johnson. Ten points. Redskins defense. Seventeen points. He stuck with the Skins defense. Which, uh, hey, good job. Rob, Robbie Gold, 13 points out of his kicker. You know, 94 points, strong showing out of DCC. And they moved to 6-4 and four pledge. That's important now. Yeah, it is because we talked about, you know, a cluster of the teams. I think five, five teams sitting right there at 5-5. Five and five. And like I mentioned, one of those 5-5 five and five teams isn't going to make it. And, you know, it's, it's just the where we're at right now. But. Yeah, Drew Tank Clan six and four. That was a big win against an inferior opponent. He needed that win, ninety four. You know that won't get it some weeks. It did this week, so he'll look for a bounce back and uh, more points this week. Yep, he will, and he'll uh, he'll bounce back because back then they didn't want him, and now he's hot. They're all on a pledge. Drew Tank Clan six and four. Good win. Uh, Hall of Fame flying high three and seven. Uh, hey, guess who won again and is going up? Elevator Man, 120 uh, over in Brotherhood We Rise with 80 points. Elevator Man moves to 7-3 and three pledge, and in Brotherhood We Rise drops down to 4-6. and six. Um, Elevator Man looking strong, not really missing his step here. What do you say? I mean, it... no. I think Elevator Man has consistently been in that, you know, 100 range, 120 today. Um, not bad at all. I mean, he's still going to need a little more a, a little more uh, production out of, out of Peyton Barber and Marvin Jones. I think when you look at him at the beginning of the year to now, they've both kind of taken a step back. And, you know, those are weekly starters for him. So, um, besides that, I mean, again, the former champ – has a good team, and uh, he's got he's got players that look like they'll be playing all the way through the end of the season. So that's a plus too. And in Brotherhood, we rise. They had a little bit of a win streak going. Unfortunately, they're on a two-game lose streak now. Um, negative six out of the Jets' defense against Buffalo. Buffalo throws in Matt Barkley, and all of a sudden they're a team. I don't buy it, but unfortunately, last week the Jets. Uh, Jets didn't help him at all. Right. Decent game out of Julio Jones. Julio Jones gets in the end zone again. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. I think that's I think that's great. Carry on Johnson. You know, that was a good trade for him. That was a good trade for him. That's back to back good weeks out of Carry on Johnson. And uh Tariq Cohen. We know how it is. Positive game script. Um, he's not gonna be in the game. If they're coming back and they're trying to fight, he's in the game. So that's kind of a hit or miss for him. But all in all, um, good win by Elevator Man, 120 to 80. Elevator Man, the defending champs. Uh, okay, 
right. He's still hovering around that trophy. He's got the trophies hovering around it. Hey, look at this one. LAU, 145. Good God. 145 against Blood, Sweat, and Beers, 83. Both of these teams now are 5-5. Five and five. That's huge for the head-to-head on LAU's part. Um, I didn't see this coming. I mean, they're on a two-game win streak. They've consistently been in the top four or five in scoring, I mean, the whole year. So, you know, I think – Sorry, I think some of those I think some of those losses have have come across as you know just bad matchups. But look, he's got Fournette on the bench, ready to throw in. I mean, he looks like he's going to be a force to reckon with moving forward. You know, like you mentioned, he's five and five, but he's got a couple of tiebreakers with those five and five teams. So um, yeah, he's looking to be in good position moving forward, no doubt about it. Hell of a win by LAU, um, blood, sweat, and beers. Uh, 28 points by Baker Mayfield. That was a sweet little pick nice there. start. Um, good start. Nice start. Good start. And uh, Tevin Coleman, you know, five points. Marlon Mack with four. Uh, you know, it's it's tough. They, typically, you're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna see that out of, out of those two um, on on a regular Sunday, if you would. But um, unfortunately, five and four out of them kind of sucks. And Mary Cooper, eight points. Njoku is tight end, one. Doug Baldwin, four. Colts defense, three. And Butker, of course, went Nutker and got him 10. But, you know, he just didn't have the, the, the pieces. He had the missing pieces. Weren't, they weren't there. He's missing pieces this week. And, uh, you know, he gave up the win. But, again, LAU with a strong, strong week. I mean, that's, that's big. Big. Yeah, blood, sweat, and beers, I mean, had the nice foundation. Got the nice foundation started with Baker Mayfield at 28. But, I mean, outside of that, didn't get any help. You know, Tevin Coleman, I I thought after last week that Tevin Coleman was back. I did. I was like, okay, you know, yep. in the passing game, on the ground. I thought he was back. You know, gives you five. You know, I like to see him in the end zone. Marlon Mack had those two or three weeks of absolute dominance and uh, gives you four this week. Could have been because he played Jacksonville. I don't know. We'll see. That, uh, that defense is starting to implode. But, uh Hey, they'll they'll be fine. Five and five. They're on a two game losing streak. I think they're looking to to bounce back with a win this week. But uh, hey, what, what? It's coming. Hey, it's crunch time. It is crunch time, especially for these five and five teams. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's crunch time. I'm one of those teams where I'm in the we're in the battle right now, baby. And I don't ever want to feel like Matt Ryan or Matt uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to feel like Matt Damon and Saving Private Ryan ever again. That was a horrible weekend in fantasy for TFL. We're going to take a break, and I'm going to try to just loose uh, and just get my mind off that. We're going to jump into 6410B scoreboard uh, of, uh, yeah, week 10, and we're going to go over those. We'll be right back. Sixty-four ten b scoreboard reviews. Now, sit your bitch ass down. Okay. He's a little angry today. 6410B. A little harsh. Scoreboard review pledge. Uh, we're reviewing week 10 here. And uh, had some upsets out here in 6410B land. 
Pledge. Why don't you uh, take us into these scores? Let's go ahead and start it out with the one that probably probably surprised most people. Um, was 14-inch Ditka, 115, over Cajun Nightmare, 92. Nice, nice. 14-inch Ditka with the upset, baby. Wow, I didn't see that coming at all. No, no, and this came came without outstarting Leonard Fournette, who gave her 23 on the bench, and that's starting Andy Dalton because Deshaun Mm. Watson was out on bye, and Dalton gives you eight. So, God damn. you know, they're looking pretty good. It looks like moving forward with some of these players, you know, getting into the playoff time. And um, the team's looking strong if you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Strong. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Cajun Nightmare is just, you know, Benjamin Watson has really been putting up big numbers, you know, playing tight end over there in New Orleans. You know, 12, 11, you know, last few weeks, unfortunately. Gave him one catch for one yard, gave him a zero. Nothing out of Marlon Mack like we talked about. A few good weeks. Got nothing out of him. Um, he starts Adam Humphreys because Steelen's on a bye. Adam Humphreys gave up points last week, but nothing this week at five. Um, so just a, just a down game for the Nightmare. Ah, the Nightmare finally come. They, they bleed blood. They bleed blood pledge. Now it's up for the rest of the league to uh, see if See if that's a good thing or not for them. Maybe the Cajun Nightmares get really angry and stack their team up even more. Somebody makes a crazy trade or something. But this team is is their time. You know, it's just one of those weeks where not everything was clicking. You know, um, and Forte and Dicka took advantage of a big week with with the one fifteen. Love the way that team looks, and, and like you said, with the Andy Dalton start for them to get one fifteen just shows how actually strong the team is uh, moving forward. So I like it. I like it, Forte and Stitka. I like it. So we're uh, we're on sixty four ten B scoreboard review. We just talked about the Cajun Nightmare and Forte and Stitka. Show me OTD's pledge one hundred one. They beat Wheeling Nailers one hundred one to ninety this week. Moved to six and four. The Wheeling Nailers down to three and seven. Um, you know, top scorer for the TDs, Tyree Kill. Top scorer for the Nailers. Uh, Andrew Luck with 32, but what happened in this game, Pledge? This was this was a game where the Nailers started Randall Cobb. He goes out early with an injury. Um, it was the week where Adrian Peterson didn't give you much. Six points against Tampa. Peyton Barber continues to be extremely volatile player. You know, six points this week. You know, not not gonna cut it at that at that running back two position. Unfortunately, Kelsey gave him a stinker at five. So I mean, at the end of the day, Wheeling Nailers they put up ninety. You know, that's that's one of the better scores they've done as of late. You know, um, but you know, Shomi Otidis was able to pull through. They had a late game where he got some points. I thought I can't remember, but um, you know, tight win for Shomi Otidis. They're gonna need to do more. We don't need to do more. Uh, I know we had a couple of uh, – no, we didn't have any bye weeks. We got A.J. Green out for a couple of weeks with that uh, foot injury, so that's going to be tough. Uh, that is going to be tough going through uh, <clears throat> the remaining 
uh, schedule and into the playoffs. But he is six and four, and he's in a he's in a good spot right now. The TDs, he he's is. in a nice nice good spot there. So yep, uh, yep, big yep. win, big win by the uh, TDs. Um, now let's talk about this one, Clint. The King of Kings are four and six. Because they just won this past week in week 10, 134 to 114. They beat IRV2, who moves to four and six. And now, not only is the King of Kings, are the King of Kings four and six, but they just want a head to head matchup here, Pledge. And things are starting to really fall into the category of, hey, ding dong, the Kings might get in this year. Pledge? They absolutely. I mean, might get in. I mean, this was, like you said, the head-to-head matchup gives him the the leg up right here. But that also puts him, IRV2 was in that eighth spot, that final spot. So, you know, this officially, although we do have three weeks left to go, anything can happen. We know fantasy football, it's crazy. But as of right this second, with three weeks left, King of Kings hold that eighth spot in the playoff bracket. They fought all the way back, Pledge. It's an inspiring story. We'll get more from the GM later tonight on the GM Call of the Week. But, oh. Uh, oh. but uh, yeah, we're going with the King of Kings uh, later here with the GM Call of the Week. If you didn't know, if you're just tuning in, if you skip. Uh, okay, so we just put it for you. But, but hey, um, hey, but listen, but listen. Go ahead, go ahead, I don't want to. I, I don't want to poo-poo on IRV, too. They put up 114. As we talk about most weeks, you know, that's a, that's a W, you know, King of Kings came out hot, put up 25. Sean McCoy finally fucking showed up against New York Jets, gave him 25 points. Matt Breida finally plays a full game without fucking hobbling around, gives you 27 with a couple of touchdowns. So, you know, good week, good week all in all. Uh, But listen, there's still a lot of fight left in some of these teams. So anything can happen. But right now, King of Kings, eighth spot in the playoffs. That's right, and um, the King of Kings are on a two-game win streak. Yes. So keep yeah. that in mind. Um, moving forward, good win for the King of Kings. We'll talk to him later. Uh, we'll talk to uh, we'll have Robert Henderson join us later tonight. Um, Team Goyan, Deville, Snatch Squatches. I mean, we kind of saw this coming, Fudge, but 146 by Goyan. Uh, Snatch Squatches 81. Snatch Squatches now, Pledge, are three and seven. Okay, they're three and seven. Team Goyan seven and three, and this was the the Goyan show this week. Yeah, this has been my team in B for for the past few weeks. Uh, Goyan is strong, man. They're a strong team. There's no doubt about it. Snatch watches. Look, they're in the bottom. You know, bottom two teams in the league, three teams in the league. But you know, Team Goyan throws up one forty six. Just his two running backs, super consistent. Super consistent in the running back department with Elliott and Chubb. Um, got Michael Thomas at receiver who, I mean, I don't think anybody gets more targets than Michael Thomas. The guy's a monster in New Orleans. But George Kittle, Joe Mixon, you know, Goyan, Goyan has those four or five players that you know will give you double-digit points every week. And that is a great foundation to, 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 uh, to have, you know, moving forward. Yeah, I like his team a lot. It's one of the stronger teams in 6410D. Um, expect a lot. I expect, I expect to hear more from Team Glenn. Um, <clears throat> you know, maybe we could have him on the show sometime. Maybe, uh, maybe. Hey. But I, I do. Maybe. 
I, I, go ahead, go I ahead. do want to say one thing. Excuse me for interrupting, but um, he left Brandon Cooks on the bench for Julian Edelman. I think some better. I think some better GM moves are going to have to be made when you get into the playoffs because it's one and done as we know it. So you can't do moves like that, Mister Goyan. But uh, great team nonetheless, and a great win. Hey, hey, hold on and get the wins however you can, Goyan. You got one forty-six. Don't let Pledge beat you down. Come on, you started that constructed, you still got constructed criticism. That's all it is. I like it. I like it. I like it. Nice win, Goyan. Um, seven and three now. Okay, let's talk about this game over here, Pledge. Uh, ben the Neal. Okay, one of the stronger. They've been one of the stronger teams in B as well. Right? They're seven and three. After this week, with this win, they, they beat the Junkyard Dogs, who have kind of hit a spot, you know, in the season where they just kind of patched some things up. But it was 109-85. to 85. Um, Then the Neal, 7-3, Junkyard Dogs, 5-5. Five and five. Um, Is it crunch time for the Dogs? They are on a losing streak now, a three-game losing streak. And it feels like just yesterday we were all over the Junkyard Dogs. And then the week before that, we weren't. What's going on with this team? It was it was four weeks ago where the junkyard dogs were five and two. We were barking on the radio station. We were fucking. We were all about the junkyard dogs. Five and two. They were on a streak. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't let me. Yeah, yeah, and like you mentioned, three games skid. You break that it up hurts. On me, Dogs. Are you swallowing the mic, Fletch? You said that you said that last time, and I could clearly hear myself once we uh okay once the finished going. product is done. So, okay. uh, not gonna worry about that right now. Not gonna worry about that. But uh, Ben the Neal, Ben the is who we thought he was. You know, he's back on that two game win streak. I know he was on a skid for a second, but listen, this team's strong. Aaron Rodgers, Melvin Gordon, Julio. Robert Woods, Eric Ebron, Calvin. I'm losing my breath. The guy's got players. He's in that upper echelon. He's in that upper echelon of players at seven and three. Um, great win by Ben the Neal. He will be a team to be uh, to 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 be messed with. I mean, he's going to be he's going to be putting up points. There's about you know, three or four teams week in sixty-four ten B who all got a shot. Um, and there's, there's and, and listen, those oh, are yeah. the front runners. Oh, yeah. There's still guys in the middle. You know that they, they, they got they can the dark horses plays the dark horses they can you know anything can happen. Oh, yeah, they give it Sunday, but um, we are rounding off sixty-four. Um, we're looking at the stinkers and check my balls. Seven and three, check my balls. James Smith one thirty-three over the Tinker Stinkers and Michael Bennett's team eighty-nine one thirty-three to eighty-nine. Bruno Tinker Stinkers are two and eight. Are they just here to blow up your season now, Pledge? What are the Tinker Stinkers doing, and what happened to the high-scoring antics that we used to see? He he's had the the toughest schedule, you know, known to man. I I, I mean, if you if you look at his points against, I'm not looking right now, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's just horrendous. But yeah, two and eight. You know, unfortunately, he's done for. Um, Cooper Cup tears his ACL, you know, it, you know, kick him while he's down. When it rains, it pours. He's having even more issues. So, 
But listen, we talk so much about the Cajun Nightmare, as we should. The team is as strong as it gets. But right there in second in scoring, right there with a 7-3 and three record as well, on a five-game win streak, is check my ball. Five-game win streak. They've done that quietly, Pledge. They have stayed under the they have stayed under That's what our radar. We have mentioned their team winning five weeks in a row. In five episodes in a row, we have mentioned their team winning. They've been off my radar, Pledge. They've been completely off my radar. That's that's what I've been saying, and I think it's time to finally show these guys some respect. Nice. Good point. Um, Good point. You know, but I mean. I mean, the, the the team's solid. I think he had some. Uh, he's got one. Uh, yeah, he's got Ben Roethlisberger. You know. uh, the guy's not raping chicks anymore in Macon, Georgia. He's out there on Sunday night still. He's killing it with fifty-five points. Todd Gurley, twenty-four points. Tarek, Tariq Cohen, Tarek, Tariq Cohen, 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 ten points. Corey Davis, nineteen points. The Bills' defense, eleven, and his kicker got six. Oh, he's scoring points, baby. I mean, not to mention Christian Kirk with the Ofer. They still got 133. Big game out of Big Ben. Yeah, the points, the points for the points four for this team speaks for itself. He's quietly been one of the best teams in the league, and I don't think that can be overlooked. Seven and three record, five game winning streak, second league in scoring. All right. Guy well, needs we're to be we're gonna get into uh the points four and, and against and uh and look at the uh, everything, everything. But what do we look at? We look at the, their next week's games. Uh, we're 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 checking out. Well, we're we're checking out standings, points for playoffs. We're checking all the That's boxes. We're um, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. We got all that and more, plus the GM call of the week with Robert Henderson, King of Kings, GM in sixty four ten B. Keep it locked. Episode 8 of 6410 Radio Podcast. We're back, baby. Matt Miller joined with Josh Pledger. Josh, we're jumping in to our standings, uh, points for power rankings, projected playoff bracket pledge. Uh, we got East Hampton and Glen Haven after uh, week 9. Or is that week 10? Sorry, Week 10. Um, pledge... Start us off with Glenhaven. Tell us what's popping out there. A little change, I can see. Yeah, a couple ones. Uh, still in first place at 7-3, and three, the Pledgeville High Tides. Uh, number two is the Drew Tang Clan at 6-4. and four. Number three, the Racist Reds at 6-4. and four. Uh, Let me dip down a game. Uh, number four is the Miller Killers at 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Number... Five is in Brotherhood We Rise at four and six. And then last but not least, Hall of Fame Flying High, three and seven. All right. East Hampton, Elevator Man, uh, first place, seven and three. Uh, second place, Falcons Grid Splits at five and five. Third place is LAU at five and five in East Hampton. Fourth place is Tucker Lions at five and five. Blood, Sweat, and Beers in fifth place. Uh, at five and five, and last but not least, in sixth place, GM Nice at two and eight. Um, pledge, and uh, that rounds off East Hampton and Glenhaven's uh, standings. 
Pledge, what's going on with these points? I mean, we know – just give us the – give me the top scores. We don't need the eh, – how close is it? I guess we could run all the way through it, but you tell me. You want to you give them the points? You want to give them the top five guys scoring in the league? What, what, what are you looking at here? Yeah, we'll go, we'll go top five, and then we'll go bottom three. Um, Copy. Thanks, yeah. Yep, yep. So, uh, number one – in points four is the Pledgeville High Tights at 1188. Uh, number two is the Racist Reds at 1159. Uh, number three is the Grits Blitz at 1107. Uh, number four is the Elevator Man at 1098. And number five is LAU at 1091. Um, then on to the bottom three. Uh, your bottom three are In Brotherhood We Rise, 954, Hall of Fame Flying High, 898, and GM Nice, 835. Hey, yay, yay. All right. Well, let's take a look at the playoff bracket, uh, the projected playoff bracket. And if the playoffs would plan tomorrow, pledge the Tucker Lions be playing against the Ikeites in the first round. Ouch. Um, I don't know if we're ready for that one yet. Uh, but uh, the number one seed going into the playoffs would be Elevator Man. Number two seed, Pledgeville Hikeites. Three seed, Drew Tang Clan. Four seed, American Racist Reds. Fifth seed, Falcons Grits Blitz. The sixth seed would be the LAU Underachievers. Number seven would be the Tucker Lions. And uh, number eight there, while this Peyton Manning commercial is playing in the background, is Blood Sweat. Uh, they would be your eight seed if the playoffs started tomorrow, Pledge. Um, a, lot can, a lot can happen. You know, a lot can happen on this mix right here. You know, if, um, if there's anything I can say is that all eight of those teams – they're all fairly similar. Anything can happen with any of those games. And that's, that's what's so good about this year is that everybody's competing. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it makes me nervous just thinking about it. Uh, I know, you know, it, it really does. But, um, down in the consoles, um, the losers bracket down here, if the playoffs started tomorrow, the Miller killers, uh, would be the number nine seed. They'd play against in brotherhood. Would you rise? Um, and for the last place uh, playoff bracket there would be GM Nice and Hall of Fame Flying High. So not much to see there. Um, but, you know, a lot, a lot can happen. A lot can happen, Pledge, like we were talking about. So um, we want to jump into 6410B and go ahead and uh, go down their standings and uh, points for. Absolutely. All righty, let's hop right over here. And yeah. <laughs> on the east side, check my balls. Seven and three, they're in first place on the east coast. Uh, second place is Show Me OTD, six and four. Third place, Forte Inch Ditka, five and five. Fourth place on the east coast is Junkyard Dogs holding on with the five and five record. IRV, two and fifth place on the east coast, four and six. Is that record? And Deville Snatch Squatch is rounding it off at three and seven in last place in the East Coast. Pledge, I'm looking at the West Coast. What do we got? What's sweet? We have hey. we have three 
three seven and three teams in the West, and I think that's absolutely crazy. Uh, number one, Cajun Nightmare at seven and three. Number two, oh. Team Goyan at seven and three. Number three, Ben Vanille at seven and three. Um, and then we back it up three games. Four and six in fourth place, King of Kings. Uh, fifth place, the Wheeling Nailers at three and seven. <clears throat> and everyone's little team that we thought could but couldn't. Bruno Tinker Stinkers, uh, two and eight. So the King of Kings, they're in fourth place there. The four and six record. They're in fourth place and then eighth eighth in the uh, playoff bracket. So like we talked Ooh. about, they're in as of Ooh. right now. Who's our top five scorers out here in 6410B? And don't tell me the Cajun Nightmares are still in top scorers. Yep, yep, yep. Cajun Nightmares sitting there in that top spot at 1247. Um, and then a good bit behind it, number two is Team Goyen, 1105. Number three, check my balls, 1103. Take a step back, number three, still there though. And then uh, number four is going to be Show Me Otitis at 1069. And uh, number five is Ben the Neal at 1046. Um, bottom three teams are number 10, Junkyard Dogs, 943. Number 11, Wheeling Nailers, 921. And number 12, Deville Snatch Squatches. All right. Um, projected playoff bracket pledge in 6410B if the playoffs started tomorrow. What are we looking at here? Uh, the number uh, number one seed is obviously the Cajun Nightmare. Um, let me yes. Over here. Take it away on this one. Yeah, so what kind of matchup would that be? Number one, Cajun Nightmare versus number eight, King of Kings. Ooh. That would be that'd be a nice little matchup. Uh, number two, Check My Ball, My Balls versus number seven, Junkyard Dogs. Good matchup there. Uh, number three, Team Goyan versus number six, Sportanch Ditka. Good matchup there. Uh, and then the four and five matchup is Ben the Neal and Show Me OTDs. That's going to be that's a nice little starter out there for uh, for their playoff bracket. That's that's a nice little first round. Yeah, that looks good. That uh, I like that uh, winners bracket right there. That's there's there's a lot of strong teams. Like I said, I, I got three or four that are content. You know, there's your you got your front runners, your contenders, and your dock horses. Okay. Um, yep. And the front runners are strong in this class. Very strong. Um, who's that down there in the consos, and what's it looking like? Is there any sight? Any help? Uh, is there, there, can they see the light at the end of the tunnel here? Are they going to be able to squeeze in any of these guys? The only team that really has a shot of still being in it, and when I say a shot, I mean, you know, they could win next week and then another team loses and they're in. So it's close. The chance of getting in, you know. Hmm. But uh, number ten is—is is there even a more there? Winning streak out of them. G. 
Jesus Christ. I know these fucking idiots would screw up the goddamn show again. Now, back to the action. Okay, Pledge, that guy's pissing me off now. Um, hey. He's got an attitude, and I don't like it. Hey. Uh, hey, what were you saying we got cut off? You were saying no, something right there. No, I, I think I was able to finish my take. I was just uh, talking about how, you know, IRV2 is really the only team that has a chance to kind of get back in it. You know, Wheeling Nailers and Deville Snap Squashes both would need – we need a winning streak as well as a couple of a couple of losses out of another team. So long stretch for them, but IRV two very much has a chance. Okay, all right. Well, they're yeah. listening. Um, let's yeah. go ahead and run into our predictions for Week Eleven pledge. You want to go ahead and do that? Absolutely. Do you want to go ahead and do? It? <laughs> of course. All right. Uh, let's see. Week 11, pull up to it, uh, been feeling like we, uh, we might just lose again. We might just take an L. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing against the, I'm playing against, the Tucker Lions are playing against LAU this week. All right. Uh, we're big time underdog, uh, heavy underdog, and it's, uh, I'm going to take LAU this week. They're going to win 120 to 95. LAU. That's what I got, Pledge. Week 11. I think it'll be a tighter game than what it says, but uh, I mean, I think LAU's just at a hot time right now. Two-game win streak. Leonard Fournette's back in the lineup for him after an injury. Looked good last week. Um, I think I'm just going to have to go with LAU here. Let's go 115 to 94. Ah, Alright. That hurts. Hey, um, Drew Tank Clan against GM Nice. Drew Tank Clan six and four. We all know about GM Nice. They're two and eight. Um, Pledge. I'm going to make this one short and sweet. Drew Tank Clan. Drew Tank Clan wins. The bad guys win. Okay, they win, and they score 108. They win 108 to 92. Okay. I don't. I don't hate you for saying that. I'm looking here at matchups. I'm looking here at matchups, and I really want to kind of pick an underdog upset here. Oh, no. Um, you know, Ezekiel Elliott against Atlanta. You know, I kind of like that. Stop the music. I kind of like that. Are you? Taking this right. This, this right. This right here, though. Um, you know, the. The matchups look good for GM Nice. And, uh, nah, nah. I'm going to go Drew Tang Clan here. 105 to 90. All right. Sorry about that. Go ahead. My God. <laughs> Dad, DTC a, for the win. What was the score on that? Uh, I'm going to go 106 to 90. 106. To 90 DTC. That was pretty close to mine, Pledge. That was pretty close you, to mine. You betcha. All right. Well, we're bringing it back with a little holiday uh, tropical. Hey, Pledge. Falcons grid splits in week 11 is matching up against his old high school friend, his best friend, Hall of Fame flying high. Um, this is going to be a blowout, Pledge. Yeah, blowout. Um, 
We're looking at 122 grit splits, wins 122 to, I don't know, we'll give them 88. Hall of Fame flying high, 88. Pledge, what you got? Yeah, yeah. Hall of Fame flying high has three bye weeks. They're key, they're, they're, they're key bye weeks. Tom Brady's out. Jarvis Landry's out. Got his defense out. And although the grit, although the grit splits are on a two-game slide, they got blown out by the high kites last week. Um, they too, they do take a nice win here. I'm gonna go uh, 111 to 87. 111 87. Okay, okay. 111 87. Well, we're heading over to this game, Pledge Pledgeville High Kites and Brotherhood. We rise. The high kites are seven and three. Okay. And Brotherhood We Rise is four and six. And Brotherhood We Rise has a projection of 103 right now. They are the projected favorite to win this game. However, I'm looking at the lineups. And although they have in Brotherhood, I will pick the Pledgeville High Kites. And uh, because they're consistent. And we're going to take the Pledgeville High Kites in this game 110 to 100. Yeah, I think the Brother Homie Rise might score some points this week. And uh, 110 to 100 is my score on this one, Pledge. What do you got? We got a good matchup here. I mean, in Brother Who We Rise has kind of been streaky. You know, they were – they, I think they started out kind of slow, then hit a streak, and now they're on a two-game skid. Um, as you know, the High Kites are on a five-game win streak, seven and three, first in Glen Haven. Um, you know, like you said, 103-99 projection for in Brother Who We Rise. They really do have some good matchups. Um, what I'm looking at, he has some hot guys. Um, I'm missing James White this week. I got to start Jalen Richard and Theo Riddick. I think that's going to hurt me. And I think that's going to give in Brother Who We Rise the win. Uh, I think I'm going to go in Brother Who We Rise 113, Pledgeville High Kites 103. He does it again. He try. Oh my gosh. When is it going to end? We know what you're doing. The whole league knows what you're doing. All right. We get it. We get it. Um, you know, deep down in your cold little heart that the Pledgeville High Kites are going to win this game. Um, Come on, Pledge. Come on. This is this is not good. Not having James White, man. And uh, oh my God, I don't okay. like it. All I don't right. like it at all. Okay, all right, we're moving on. Blood, sweat, and like tears. Man, they can't catch a break. I mean, listen, I want to talk about something here. TFL has a crazy, probably the toughest remaining schedule in the league. Um. Blood, Sweat, and Beers has a really tough remaining schedule. Um, let me take a look here because I know I have LAU this week. I've got freaking Elevator Man and the High Kites, I believe. Um, something like that. Let's see. I got Elevator Man week 12. TFL has the High Kites week 13. Okay. Let's look at Blood, Sweat, and Beers uh, matchups here. In week 11, they've got the Elevator Man. And in week 12 – who they got pledge come on let's look this up let's let's be a team here uh <laughs> the beers got the kites in week 12 and then week 13 
the Bears are playing Hall of Fame flying high. So they got a they got a pretty tough schedule, but they got they got to end off with a with an easy one. But anyway, they're playing against the Elevator Man. Blood, sweat, and beers are on two game losing streak. All right, Elevator Man's for real. They're trying to defend their title. Um, they're seven and three. Blood, sweat, and beers are five and five. Pledge. What does this game come down to, and what do you see? We talked about it. Blood, sweat, and beers. You know, two game losing streak, and, and and that just comes with that comes with the first the first loss being Kirk Cousins and his absolute volatility. I mean, it's up and down, up and down with Kirk Cousins, and then he didn't have him last week, so he had to stream. Um, Tevin Coleman's up and down. I still like him though. I think he's going to be great heading into the the final bit of the season. Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack is. Marlon Mack's going to have to be good. I know Andrew Luck airs it out. You know, he, he's constantly throwing the ball, but they got to have that running game. Mack looks good. I think he can go back to it. And Blood, Sweat, and Beers, do the guy Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Amari Cooper, who's who's become somebody in Dallas two weeks in a row. So I think the Blood, Sweat, and Beers can win this game against the Elevator Man. I know the projection is 111-100, but I think – Whoa. I think they can do it this week. And uh, I'm going to go blood, sweat, and beers over the elevator, man. I'm going to switch it around. 111, 100. Wow. Um, hmm. Damn. It's like that, Pledger? You're picking mm. against the elevator, man? Mm. It's just a gut. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. It's just a gut feeling. All right. All right. Um, damn. I got no I'm, dog in the fight. I'm rolling. I don't have a dog either, but I'm going to roll with the elevator, man. They're on a two-game win streak. I kind of need them to win this game um, in TFL land. I would, you, know, so, you do? You do? So, uh, we're going to take the elevator, man. We're team elevator this week. We're going up, and we're taking the elevator, man. 120. To 110, Elevator Man wins this game. All right. Uh, let's see. Evil. Let's see here. What's the last game of the uh, of the predictions here, Pledge? Miller Killers, American Racist Reds. Miller Killers are now 5-5, five and five, Pledge. And the American Race, after losing to GM Nice, by the way. Um, American Racist Reds are 6-4. and four. Um. What special sauce does the, do the Miller Killers need to win this game? I mean, obviously they need Kareem Hunt. They need their team, the Kareem Hunt, the Patrick Mahomes duel duo. But uh, can they beat the American Racist Reds this week? And what are your predictions? Well, that's exactly what the Miller Killers need. We, you know, the solid Florida Mahomes and Hunt has been there besides last week, but nobody else is producing in his lineup. Um, you know, I think Dal- Dalvin Cook's finally back and healthy. It looks like it. Maybe he'll get some love out of him, but he is playing in Chicago. Um, you know, Fitzgerald, Mike Evans, Ebron Funches, they just, you know, the consistency hasn't been there as of late. Are they good players? Yes, but the consistency hasn't been there, and you have to follow the trend. You know, and the Reds are on a two-game win streak. They do have a solid team. It's, you know, I – I don't see, and there's a there's a big projection here of 108 to 90. Although the Miller Killers still have to replace Goskowski at kicker, I I don't think the Reds lose this matchup. And I'm sure he's thinking back home, up in over in Athens, wherever the fuck he's at, 
he's probably thinking, oh, pleasure. Look, the Reds, the Reds aren't going to lose this game. Reds aren't going to lose this game here. It's going to be a big one. I'm going to say 115 to 85. 115 to 85. I'm going to go 116 to 86. How about that? Interesting. I like I like original. this American Racist Reds team, especially after they whooped my ass last week. Um, they're going to win this game. Pledge, let's hop since we've already given you the predictions for 6410A in week 11 predictions. Let's go to 6410B and let's knock out those predictions, Pledge. What do you say? Yeah, let's do that. Huh? A little break or you want to? No, no break. Let's rock and roll. Oh, isn't that a sweet little song? DJ, go fuck yourself. Hey, um, here we are. 6410B. Hey, um, week 11, IRV2, four and six. They're playing the Wheeling Nailers pledge. Wheeling Nailers, they've got this week, they got three weeks essentially to get this thing done, to get into the playoffs. This is a game, Pledge, that they can win this week, Pledge. Um, and I'm saying Pledge a lot because I'm getting excited because uh, we're almost done with the podcast. <laughs> It's an exciting game. Oh, okay. And and I'm looking and thinking about the playoffs. But back to the wheeling nailers. Uh, things are getting weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Patriots defense is on bye. Pledge wait. IRV two has Josh Gordon on a bye. He's got uh, James White on the bye. Has he got enough to plug in to beat the wheeling nailers this week? Yeah, I mean, looking right here on his bench, he's got Stefan Diggs to go in. He's got uh, Derrick Henry to go in. You know, I think that I think that's a nice little balance of, of powers there. So I think RV two is going to be just fine. Um, I mean, with that said, though, Wheeling Nailers really need this game. I mean, if like I said, if they don't snap off a couple of wins here in these final three weeks. They don't have a shot, and IRV2 just lost that eighth spot to King of Kings. They're not trying to lose anymore. Um, Two-game skid for them. They really need a win here. Uh, 84-79 projection for the Wheeling Nailers. Um, I don't think the bye week is going to – obviously, the, the projection will be more for IRV2 sticking in those two very good players. Uh, so, I think IRV2 takes this one, unfortunately. Um, you know, I'd like to say Dave gets it. Out there on the West Coast, but I think I think Johnny D takes it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny V takes it right here. Um, ninety-nine to eighty-one. You know what? I'm gonna roll with the Wheeling Nailers. They've got Adrian Peterson. I'm gonna roll with the Wheeling Nailers. I'm going with uh, one hundred two to ninety-seven. Wheeling Nailers get this one in a squeaker. All right. Heading over to the next game. Next game. Hey, what you thinking? Junkyard Dogs, King of Kings. The Junkyard Dogs are 5-5 five and five pledge. King of Kings will have on the show here after this segment with our GM call of the week. They're 4-6 and six now. They're on, a, they're on a little win streak. Um, and as you know, the Dogs are on a losing streak. What do you think about this one? Oof. You know, 
you know, there's one thing I want to point out that I think is still very important. What is it? I think I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it a few times, maybe a few weeks ago, but junkyard dogs are in the bottom third of scoring in the league mm. for B. And, um, you know, I think, I think that's starting to show just a little bit. Uh, the Kings are hot. You know, they're two game win streak. Team's not bad. You know, the projections are literally even 101, 101. Um, you know, with that said, I think, I think my gut's telling me that the King of Kings squeaked this one out 105, 100. Wait, what was that? King of Kings? 105, 100 pledge? Yes. Yep. Yep. That's what, that's what my gut's telling me. Wow. Man, a junkyard feeling in my stomach. Junkyard dogs need to win this game. They have to win this game. Um, if I'm staying with my theme of him having probably key players on the team that I've got, he's got Saquon Barkley. I know King of Kings is Sammy Watkins, but I've got a little soft spot in my heart. I'm going to pick against the King of Kings this week. Um, just, just. <laughs> Just to stir up a little mix, a little mixture of, of uh, a little mischief. Um, the junkyard dogs are going to win this game. 102 97. That's what I got. Close one. Another close one, Pledge. Um, 102 97. Junkyard dogs is my prediction. Deville Snatch Squatch against uh, the uh, Ben the Neal. Pledge, what? Seriously? Did, did, did the Snatch Squatches have a chance, Pledge? I mean, they always have a chance. I mean, you know, they've they've been better on this back half than they were the first half, but I still don't think it really compares with what Ben the Neal brings to the table. I mean, the lineup, the lineups. I'm not going to say far and away better, but the lineups a good bit better at the end of the day. And um, you know, with no bye weeks, no interruptions, decent matchups. I think this is Ben the Neal. You know, eight times out of ten. So. I'm going to go Ben the Neal here, um, 103.86 projection. I'll, I'll say in that range, I'll say uh, 106 to 85. Yep, I got a 110.85, 110.85, something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ben the Neal's going to win, and uh, they're going to move forward. They're going to go to 8-3. and three. Hey, Pledge, Team Goyen, 7-3. and three. They've kind of been under the radar too, you know? Um, oh, yeah. 5-5, five and five, playing against the red-hot Fortan's Ditka, coming off of the – beating the world beaters themselves. They beat Cajun Nightmare last week. Um, man, this is a hell of a matchup at this point in the season for these two teams, Pledge. And Forte Inch Dicka would love to get this win this week. Um, hmm. You know this team better than I do. Um, what I'm looking, I'm looking at some high scores over there on Gwen. You know, Thomas can go off. Cooks could, could have him, himself a game. Obviously, Zeke's going to get him some. Mixon's red hot. <sighs> Fortanch Ditka, Leonard Fournette. You know he eats. Um, James Conner, Kenny Galladay, Aaron Jones, Sean Watson. I like Fortanch Ditka in this game, Pledger. I'm taking Fortanch Ditka over Team Goyen. Fortanch Ditka is going to win this game. They're going to win the game. Uh, one, I'm going to say 120 to to 110. It's going to be a 10-point game. What do you got? I like that. I, I like that. Dicka, Dicka is hot right now. I mean, like we talked about getting Fournette back, 
James Conner, you know, there's no more worry if Le'Veon Bell's coming back. He's not. It's over. It's done. James Conner's going to continue his stellar season that he's been putting together. Aaron Jones has emerged. I mean, if he can do anything like he did last week, I mean, that's 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 a trio that's going to be tough to beat on any given week. Um, I look at these two teams. I, I look at the top half. It's very similar with players, very similar. And then you look at the bottom half. And that's where I think Forte and Ditka is just a little bit better. Projections 108, 107. Ditka, I'm going to go with Ditka here in a nice little win. Um, I'm going to say 120 to 109. 120 to 109. Okay, there you go. Well, how about this, Pledge? This could be the entire game of the week. I mean, check my ball. Seven and three playing against the seven and three Cajun Nightmares here in week 11. How about this matchup, Pledge? This is a hell of a matchup right here. This is this is the top two top two seeds in the league. Um, with that said, Cajun Nightmare are not going to lose two games in a row. They haven't lost two games in a row all year. I know they both have the same record. I think the Nightmare come back with a vengeance here, and I think it's going to be uh, a statement game. I don't think they need a statement game, but I think this is going to be a statement game for them over such a good team and check my balls, and I think it's going to be a hefty victory. I'm going to say we have a 112.96 projection, which is already pretty hefty for the Nightmare. I'm going to go even bigger. I'm going to say 119.94. Okay. You know what? Cut the music. I am going to pick against the Cajun Nightmare. Um, I'm taking check my balls. I'm rolling with them. We haven't been talking about them enough. They're on a five-game win streak. And I think I think they're going to keep that momentum rolling with that Todd Gurley, Tariq Cohen. Um, they got they got the matchups going right now. I like uh, I know Ben Roethlisberger is playing against Jacksonville. Not that not that big of a fan of that, but I will take the upset pleasure and I will have check my balls win this game one twenty to one eighteen. It's going to be a really close game. Back to the music. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. Uh-huh. Where's the next song here? Oh, oh, the next uh the next uh game. Sorry. Hey, this is the last game, isn't it? Show me yeah, your last TV. game. Show me your TDs. 6410B week 11. Show me OTD 6 and 4. Bruno Tinker Stinkers 2 and 8. Um, Michael Bennett's team grasping for air, grasping for straws. They are the projected uh they're projected to win this game pleasure against the TDs. I I don't know, man. I don't know. I uh it's hard to pick the Tinker Stinkers when they've just kind of been stinker more than tinker this year. Um, I'm going to stay with the with the hot TDs. Um, I'm going to take Show Me Yo TDs. They're going to win this game 108 to 97. But... Mm. This, this right here is my lock of the week. Ooh. Lock? This right here is my Wait. lock of the week. Show me OTDs 
I love you, Paul. I think you have a great team. But the Bruno Tinker Singers take the W this week. Oh, baby. In my lock of the week. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> okay. So you're taking the Tinker Stingers. Cool. Well, guys, that about wraps it up for our predictions and uh, standings report. We've got the GM call of the week pledge. Do we need to give a game of the week for 6410A? Or do you? we just say, like, the nightmares and check my balls is just like the game of the week period for the entire? No, no. That's definitely the one in B. And, I mean, I have – I have it pulled up right here, and before we go, I think uh, sure we we tag a game of the week here. Yeah, I think I think it's got to be Tucker Lions, LAU, both five and five, both right there in that little Stop that, little, it. that little purgatory area. I think it's I think it's a big game. No, come on, keep me out of this. We don't want to. Uh, there he is again. All right, whatever. We're, we're the game of the week. Look, Great. look, look. Brock, look. if you're saying that you're, we're the game of the week. Look, I'll put it this way. Blood, Sweat, and Beers, Elevator Man. Miller Killers, Reds. Tucker Lions, LAU. All those games have implications with three weeks left and such tight records. I know Elevator Man's seven and three, but the beers are five and five. So all those games are crucial. They are. They're crucial. Great. Well, I guess we're the official game of the week, TFL and LAU for 64 10 Guys, we're going to take a break. We got the GM call of the week with Robert Henderson, GM of King of Kings. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. Pledge, you got anything before we hit the break, Dad? No, man. Um, no, I got nothing. I got, I, I got nothing. Okay, well, <laughs> the GM call of the week is coming up next. Stay tuned. Joining us now is Robert Henderson, GM of the King of Kings in 6410B for the GM call of the week. All right. He's your favorite GM of 6 it's heavyweight Rob, Robert yo, yo, Anderson, yo, up, baby? the GM, <laughs> Kings, oh. guys, oh. we're happy to have you on the show. How are you feeling tonight, Rob? I'm feeling great, man, but looking even better. How you doing? <laughs> good, good. Hey, um, so it's, a, it's the call of the, the GM call of the week pledge in Anderson, this you get this call when your team balls. You get the call when you ball. Um, and uh, the King of Kings have won four out of their last five games. Um, after a rough start, you know, they tell us tell us about tell us about how these the last the last four out of the five games that you've won. How's it how's it been different from what's changed? What's changed? Uh, Towards your course through the season, and uh, maybe your improvements on the team, and maybe how you've gone about it. Well, to put it fucking simply, Matt, I think I woke up. 
went ahead and started grinding, bro. But this is exactly where I said I would be since day one. You guys were, you know, everybody wants to sweat that first loss or first win. Like, it's important. But, you know, like I said, man, we're in the playoffs now. But we got some sneaky shit going on in B that I want to address real quick. Did you all see the track? Wait up. Let me, let me stop the music. Go ahead. Break us down. Did you see the trade? What happened? All right. Listen, the stinky motherfucker, right? Two and eight, dude. Two and eight. Season's over. Like, it's time to throw in the towel, bro. Like, there's a bridge over on fucking eighth and, you know, eighth and Knox that he could just jump off of. You know what I'm saying? It's over. Motherfucker having quarterbacks up to Goyan who's clinched the playoffs. To me, that's collusion. I don't fucking know. But it's bullshit. And I think Stinky needs to quit that dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Blaze, what do you got on that? I mean, dude, you're two and eight. Fucking jump. Jump. Tie the fuck up and jump. You know what I'm saying? You're not trading. What are you trading for? Pledge? I'm trying to see what what the trade was. Wilson, the goal. And I mean, it's nothing like crazy, but I'm just saying, come on, man. You're two and eight. What are you trading for? We got a little controversy. Yeah, he's got, man, so he's got traded. Stinky. He's got, he's got Philip Rivers. He's got Philip Rivers and Delt Wilson. He got Kittle. He got Kittle in return and gave Send up top ten quarterback Wilson to his boy who's hurting. He's got Stafford in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, he did give up Kittle though. Kittle's number two tight end. Number three tight end. Yeah, Kittle is uh, pretty nasty, Rob. Whatever, guys. All I'm saying is you're two and eight. You don't make fucking trades. Stinky needs to stop the shit. All right? It's, it's over. It's <laughs> done, man. Sit in it. You know? You fucking shit. All right. Yeah. But anyways, no, All right. we're uh, going good. Got a, got a good matchup this week with Morrison, man. It's pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Pledge, what, you had some questions for, uh, for, for Robert here on the show. If you're just now joining us, it's Robert Henderson, GM of the King of Kings, mm. the Diabolical Kings mm. from 60 B. Pledge, you had some questions. No, man, I just uh, – I know, I know the – you kind of knocked on it earlier. I know it's the start was 0-5, but I just want to know, you know, your feelings. I know you said that you, you knew you were going to be here, but – well, I mean, I mean, zero five. I mean, it's a tough hole to climb out of. So far, you have you got that eighth spot right now in the in the playoffs. But what were your honest thoughts when you were in zero five going into week six? I mean, what were your honest thoughts? I mean, I, I, I guess you wanted me to say I was crying, man. I don't know. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I want to know the 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 thought process. It's <laughs> easy one. Fucking nothing. I didn't even finish my breakfast yet. You know what I'm saying? in your matchup in your matchup coming up yeah okay king of kings versus irv2 you're playing against no uh, that was you just did that you just you just did that my bad my bad my bad you got the junkyard dogs okay the junkyard dogs i'm worried about this good guy say what you worried about it yeah it's good he's a good team man i got some bye weeks going down i got you know i know y'all saw mccoy the motherfucker went up. I mean, you know, it, he's gone viral, broke the internet, dude. Everybody's saying how he's about to get a thousand yards. Yeah, so. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, I mean, what do you 
think? What do you think in this game? Like, you know, you got you come, you're going, you're on a two game win streak, Rob. You've won the last four games, or out of your last five games, you've won four of them. Say what? What win streak? You're on a two game win streak right now. Two game win streak. You're playing against the junkyard dogs. They've lost uh, three in a row, so they're they're on a three game losing streak. Um, what do you, what do you think? I mean, what do you honestly think in this game? What's your what's your prediction? What's your prediction? The prediction for this game? I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna come down to if Collins can fucking you know do something, man. I mean, the guy's been fucking with me all season. Yeah, one game's pretty decent. The like decision maker for us, man. I'm worried about it. He's got a good team. He's got to get in the end zone. Yeah. He's got to get in the end zone. I've got bye weeks, man. You know, I've got McCoy out. You know, so I'm happy. Sammy Watkins, man. I mean, he's a question because I know, you know, he's on my squad too. So it's just like we both got him. Jimmy Graham, you know, do I put him in this quick, you know what I'm saying, with his little knee problem or whatever that's going on? It's a little bit. I'm basically having to just – I'm going to have to finesse it to get the win this week. Finesse it to get the win. What's your prediction on the score? Give us a score. Uh, let's see, man. 122 Kings, 108, uh, whatever his name is, Junkyard. Oh, you just heard your prediction. prediction. I think I took I think I took Junkyard Dogs to win and break their losing. I'll hang up right now. You took who? <laughs> I took the dog. I took the dogs in and up. I took I want the Kings. All right, cool, bud. You're my boy. I took the Kings. Let's do the Kings. All right. so it's gonna be a tough one, man. You know, it's gonna be. It's getting to that point. It's getting to that point in the season where it's like every fucking game counts now. Yeah, and there's nothing on the wire, man. The wire's just like a fucking ghost land right now. Yep. I mean, I got the number two pick. I could have went and just you know got a defense right off the bat, but I uh, I decided to hold tight, man. Unfortunately, you know, the guy number one did too. So it's like you know, kind of in a tough yeah. there. But I held my pick, man. Held number two. Hit up, got me a little defense, man. We're going to see what happens, dude. I'm going with the Bengals. I'll tell you what. The King of Kings have made by far the most noise without making noise um, during the season. You know, before the season, you were loud, proud, it was going down. They were coming at you, bro. Everybody, they, you know, 64-10 B, yeah. I know you got some rivals. Oh, so they were I, trying to come yeah. at you. I know, one love. Um, it's like, God, believe guys, come on. And now, and now it's uh, it's his team. Now look at him. I mean, the team's back. He's, he's in the he's Hey, they are who they say they are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I hear you, baby. <laughs> Guys, uh, Pledge, you got anything else for, for the GM of the glorious King of Kings here going into their week 11 battle? No. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Do you plan on uh, – do you plan on making any more trades? Are you content with the team you have now? Or uh, what's your thought process moving into these last couple of weeks? Yeah, let them, let them know. Let them know if you're making trades. Let them know right here on the show. They, they these guys aren't making no trades with me. All right? We're coming in. Hey, I'm the most hated in the league, and I love it. Right? I'm coming in. When I take this fucking Super Bowl this year, it's going to be off the solely just me. Because these motherfuckers are trying, dude. They're trying to stop it. Like the trade from Stinky, he wants to stop it. He saw Goyan in my matchups on the playoff bracket, so he's like, hey, bro, I'll send you a little help. They're trying, bro. They won't trade with me. All right. Well, it, hey, we got it. They will trade with you, though. What if, if they, they will? trade, uh, I don't know. You got, any guys, you got any guys out there that you'd uh, 
that you throw out on the trading block? I put Collins out there probably. Come out there, man. I don't know. I got to think about that one, man. I kind of like the guy. I feel like he's about to explode it this week, honestly. So I don't know, man. I think we're running tight. I think we're good. All right, cool, cool, man. Well, that uh, that wraps up our show, Rob. We want to appreciate we appreciate you having we appreciate you having or, or having you on the show. Like, thanks for coming on, dude. It's um, like his pleasure schedules on California time or something, man. He's like seven o'clock. It's fucking nine. You know, I'm like at a restaurant, about to go in and eat, and play, y'all are calling. So, pleasure definitely needs to get a little more punctual with that pledge. Oh, I do what shit. I can. I do what I can. It's like seven o'clock. I'll call. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll be ready. It's like fucking nine o'clock. Call comes in. But yeah, I appreciate it, man. It was awesome. Good talking. To you. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. Good Thanks luck. for coming, on, man. <laughs> GM, right. See it, Robert Henderson. Thanks for having us, guys. Check us in next week. We got episode nine coming up. It's gonna be crazy. Tune in. We appreciate you. Best of luck to all the GMs going into week eleven. Pledge, you got anything? No, nah, man. Three weeks left. It's uh, it's here. It's here. The cream is rising, and we're seeing what's going on. So, uh, good luck to everybody, and may the fantasy football gods be with you. Ooh, cream. <laughs> Bye, man. So we're sitting here. We're talking live. We got it going on, baby. We're live in the studio tonight. And, uh, the 64th Ed Radio Podcast Show, Episode, uh, 9. Yummy. Test, test. One, two. Yo, my shoe. Kick it to one, I chew. God bless you. Ho. So, you know, it's the freestyle, y'all. Just testing it out. Episode 9, 19.